What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com. And coming up in this video, I got my friend Shamath Rao, who is the founder and CEO at Rocketship HQ. If you're looking for an agency to really help you with some of that paid acquisition stuff that I frankly don't handle as much of, go check them out. It is RocketshipHQ.com. And Shamath is going to talk about why your Apple search ads installs are different from your MMP installs. And finally, how to actually and accurately calculate the ROI from your Apple search ads. So without further ado, Shamath, take it away. This is Shamath from Rocketship HQ, the mobile user acquisition agency that helps you grow in a capital efficient manner. To check out more tips and pointers from user acquisition in the trenches, go to rocketshiphq.com or subscribe to our YouTube right here. In this video, I'm going to explain why your Apple search conversions are so different from your MMP installs. And I'll walk you through the best way to get accurate ROIs or ROASS from your Apple search data, or at least this is going to be data that's going to be about as accurate as it can be given the opacity of Apple search tracking. Now, you will notice that your conversions in your Apple search dashboard tend to be higher than your, than your MMP. This is for a number of reasons. I list the top four here. You can geek out on this, but let's focus on the most important ones. Number one, Apple reports read, uh, Apple reports downloads, MMP's report download and first open, which is install and first open, right? MMPs typically deduplicate installs. That is, if a user saw an Apple search ad, clicked on it, but subsequently installed from Facebook or Snap, then the user is attributed to Facebook or Snap, as the case may be, which is as it should be. Right? And the Apple search does not do that. Apple search basically does its own reporting. It's a self-attributing network. Number three, Apple conversions include re-downloads and reinstalls. Important consideration, right? So that's not in your MMP. Number four, and this, I think, is the, the most pertinent because it has the most impact on the way you calculate your ROAS, is that MMPs are not able to track users that have LAT enabled. And we'll talk about what LAT is and how that impacts everything you do. Now, how is all of this impacting the way you calculate your ROAS? If you're looking at the installs and purchases reported by your MMP or post-install metrics reported by your MMP, you are typically looking at underreported numbers. That's what's going to impact your economics most significantly. For what it's worth, the first three of the four factors I listed above don't nearly matter as much. Number one, MMP's report download and first open, which is what you should track because that's how you treat all of your other sources and you want an apples to apples comparison. Number two, MMPs deduplicate installs. Again, this is just the way it should be. You should take deduplicated numbers. You should not take self-attributed numbers. Number three, you you don't really need to include re-downloads and reinstalls at all uh, because you're with an MMP, you're looking to track new installs and that's factored in. If there are reinstalls or re-downloads, those get reported separately. The biggest factor that contributes to the discrepancy we're talking about is LAT, which is limit ad tracking. Now, a user can opt in to have their IDFA not be tracked by MMPs or any external providers other than Apple, so as to preserve their privacy. What this means is that users who have their LAT turned on are tracked by Apple, 
uh, then the Apple dashboard, but they're not tracked by MMPs. Within MMPs, they show up as organic. Right? So an, a user may have clicked on an Apple ad, installed through an Apple ad, but because they've opted into not having their IDFA track be tracked by app by anybody other than Apple, you don't see them in your MMPs. How do you account for this when you calculate your true ROAS from your Apple search campaigns? Well, when you look at your Apple search data, you see lat on conversions and lat off conversions. You download this, you can download what you see from your Apple search dashboard. You see lat on conversions and you see lat off conversions. You can calculate the ratio between these two, right? Uh, and I have done this by week. So we have the spread of a fair amount of time, so you can exclude outliers. So there's a 130 and there's a 90. Some of these average out, you're gonna to have to make some intelligent assumptions. In this case, it looks like the average is 98%. Uh, I'm gonna assume it's 100% just for the sake of simplicity right here. So now that we know that the ratio of lat off to lat on is roughly one as to one, what this means is our CPI is roughly one half of what we think it is. And our true ROAS is basically twice of what, they, what we think this is. Okay, so putting this in practice, now that we know what our LAT percentage is, how do we translate that into calculating our actual ROIs for an Apple search campaign? Let's take this spreadsheet as an example. Uh, this is for a time period. We know what is reported by Apple. Uh, the spend reported by Apple, we know the installs reported by the MMP, the revenue reported by MMP, and of course your ROAS calculation right here. Right, So this is how you would do it just if you trusted the MMP numbers. Now, we know that for every install reported by MMPs, there's one install that's through LAT. So let's call that the adjusted installs. I'm gonna multiply this by two, good. So this is the actual number of installs based on our assumption, right? And what's our CPI? Good. Uh, this was a mistake. This should be 521.53, great, great. Our CPI is 154, 134. Our D7 revenue is exactly the same. We wanna get the adjusted revenue, which is D7 revenue multiplied by two because there are actually twice as many users here. And what's our D7 ARPU? This should be adjusted revenue by uh, adjusted installs. Actually, yeah, this is right, right? And our D7 ROAS is D7 ARPU by CPI. That's 60%, which is twice as what we originally thought it was. That's the kind of difference that LAT can make to your ROAS numbers and calculations. I hope uh, this was helpful. Uh, and I have to give an acknowledgement. For some of the insights in this video, I would like to acknowledge Thomas Perrett, growth consultant and, adv and advisor for some great content on growth. Follow him on Twitter at ThomasBCN. For more tips and pointers on mobile user acquisition, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, RocketShipHQ, or sign up for updates on our blog, RocketShipHQ.com.